0: Is it a hole-in-one or not? Well, today we're going to discuss. This is Brian Kane with our Mental Performance Mastery Weekly Review, and today I'm going to rip for 1% of your day. That's 14 minutes and 24 seconds. Now, what are we doing here on this podcast? I'm downloading my brain as I reflect from the week on lessons learned, on experiences had, on content that I think would be valuable for anybody who is an aspiring mental performance coach or anybody who wants to be an elite performer. Is it a hole-in-one? Well, I'm out there with the bear. I call my wife, Erin, the bear. And we're playing golf yesterday, and we're out there just kind of hacking around. And we were doing what we call bogey or better, right? We got two kids, Josie, three months old, CK, 18 months old. And we load them in the golf cart. We got Miss Rachel on the iPad attached to the dashboard or the windshield. And we go down to the first hole. I said, bear, we're playing bogey or better meaning on the first hole, if I shoot a bogey or better, I get to play the second hole. Well, I take about a 10. So not even on the scorecard when it comes to bogey, it was over the uh, par four double. So we get to the second tee box and said, well, are you ready to go? She goes, nah, three strikes and you're out. Well, hole two. Don't get a bogey. Hole three, don't get a bogey. And at that point, she's like, let's let's just go home. So as we're driving home, we live by the sixth hole here at Chaparral Pines Mountain Golf Course in Payson, Arizona. The sixth hole closest to our house is a par three. So we pull up. I jump out of the car. I say I'm not ready to quit yet. And I drop five balls in the tee box. The first one is a pink Voight golf ball that I found in the woods while I was searching for other balls on whatever hole it was because in the first three holes, I was in the woods on all of them. And my first shot with that pink ball, off the hill, 139-yard pitching wedge, rolls down the hill, lands in the cup. Now, I can't see it because at this point it's kind of dark. But then I hit the other three shot, the other four balls that are there. One gets shanked way right into the woods. The other one I top and it's in the the gully and it's gone. The other two were on the green. So three out of five on the green, two lost. That's what kind of day it was. And we pull up, the first ball's in the hole. CK Kane hops out of the golf cart, goes running down the hill as she does, clapping her hands, excited, runs up to the hole, reaches in and pulls the ball out. It was a magical, magical moment. Does that count as a hole-in-one? I think it does. I mean, this ball hit off of the tee, lands in the hole... What do you think? Let us know. Hit me up with a comment, direct message on Instagram, at Brian Kane Peak. Is that a legit hole-in-one? My wife says it's not because when she got hers when she was about eight months pregnant, we were actually playing around the nine over at the Rim Club, and she dunks a par three. So she was the first one to get a hole-in-one, and she says mine doesn't count because it wasn't in competition. I say bear. If it's hit off the tee and it lands in the hole, that's called a hole-in-one, so it counts. Moving on. Let's talk about the foundation of mental health mental health are you do you have positive mental health or do you have negative mental health are you somebody who feels like you have good mental health or are you struggling with mental health and i and not always not always i'm not going to i'm not going to generalize here but a lot of the time the clients who i work with they're high achievers they're professional athletes they're CEOs they're those who are trying to be optimal and optimize their life like you and when i get to interact with a new client as i did this week NFL football player, one of the best in the world at what he does. And when I give him a simple task to take a piece of paper and draw a line down the center and list on the left side what you can control and the right side what you can't control, 95% of the time his focus this year has been on what he can't control. So that opens up the conversation of if you're feeling off If you're not feeling like you're performing at the level you want to, or just life isn't going the way you want to, if you're feeling like you're having some mental health struggles, where's the place that we start? Now, I am not a clinical psychologist. I'm a mental performance coach. So let me put that out there. I have tons of respect for those in the clinical psychology world, which I am not. I am a mental performance coach. And when I work with clients who are coming at me with what they would call mental health health issues or performance issues, that's the first place we go is what you can and cannot control. If you're focused on 95% of the time, your focus is going to things you can't control. There's no way you're going to feel good. There's no way you're going to perform good. Look, if you focus on the past, that's going to bring on depression. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. If you focus on the future, that's going to bring on anxiety. What's going to happen? Well, there's an infinite number of possibilities of what could happen. And let's just prepare to be able to handle them all instead of trying to control them all. Well, what can we control? I always go back to you can control yourself and you can control your ape. Attitude, appearance, and aggression. Your presence, your present moment focus, your process, and your preparation, and your performance your effort, your energy, and your execution. You can control yourself and you can control your ape. So when you control the things that you can control, you're playing offense, you're dictating, you're attacking. When you're focused on things you can't control, you're beating yourself. And their number one thing in mental performance, like the number one rule is don't beat thyself. Make the opponent beat you. So if you're going to make the opponent beat you, you got to play your game and playing your game is about controlling the things that you can control. So obviously had a lot of work with this great athlete around controlling the things you can control. As I look at some of the other athletes I'm working with this week, what are some of the things that we've done? And one of which was very simple planning tomorrow, tonight. Look, before you go to bed, do you make an agenda for your day tomorrow? an agenda of what you're going to do, an agenda of when you're going to do it. Like when you're going to bed, do you know when you're going to wake up? And when you wake up, what you're going to do next and how you domino and flow through your day. And some of these athletes I'm working with, a first round pick of a of the New York Yankees organization at one point, uh absolute stud player who's who's, you know, g- going to put together a amazing offseason and come back next year ready ready to rip faces off and st- stacking what he's going to do on a daily basis. Same thing with with the person who's going to be up for rookie of the year in the big leagues next year. Mapping out your plan. What are you doing on a daily basis? What's it look like? And one of the questions that they had is, well, how far in advance should I plan? I said, well, as far as you're comfortable with, but the further out you go, the looser it's going to be. Right? So my calendar, I got things in my calendar in March, and it's October as I'm recording this. Or, I'm sorry, it's November 4th as I'm recording this. But... It's not detailed down to the minute. Now, my plan for tomorrow is mapped out in in terms of minutes and blocks of what it's going to look like. So plan tomorrow, tonight with detail. And the further out you go, the less structured it's going to be. It's more of a skeleton as you go. Other things going on this week. Learned some new sign language. Actually found a new program. Um I'm sure it's not new for anybody who's listening to this with kids but it was new for me. I don't spend a ton of time watching TV unless I'm watching clients of mine perform or maybe watching college game day which is kind of a Kane family tradition. But one of the things we started watching in the Kane house is Miss Rachel. Now, if you've not checked out Miss Rachel on YouTube, I would highly encourage it. There's about 2 billion people who have, especially if you got kids. She sings, she does sign language, she does nursery rhymes very, very cool. So some of the signs that I've learned would be stop, uh, would learn go, uh, have learned about I want milk, water, juice. So one of my goals is to learn a new sign every day. Got to do better with that. But Miss Rachel has been awesome. Only downside is is it's playing in the golf cart on the iPad as it's playing in the gym while I'm stretching with CK Kane, trying to get my mobility on. It's also playing in my head when I try to go to sleep. So if anybody's got advice for how to get uh nursery rhymes out of your head when you're trying to go to bed, please let me know. What else is going on? Told you I got a hole in one. That was, <laughs> that was legit. That was exciting. But dealing with uh what are some things I'm struggling with right now? I'll tell you some of the things I'm struggling with right now. I got some, I got a little back pain. I've been throwing everything at it that I can. Uh, working with one of the best movement specialists in the world out here in Arizona and Dr. Sean Drake, working with one of the top uh, strength coaches I've ever worked with in my life and Dr. Tom Newman, who is at Yale and trying to help them throw some things at me to get this thing back on the mend. But I tell you, man, if you can't move, life is not as fun. So what do you do when you can't move? Because I'm sure everybody listening to this at some point will have some sort of injury that will slow you down. So can't work out as much as I would like. Can't move as much as I like. What does that mean? I'm not burning as much calories as I would like. So that means I don't want to ingest as many calories as I would like. So when online, got a meal delivery service for the first week, which has been amazing. I've used different meal delivery services in the past because I love to eat. I hate to cook. I shouldn't say hate to cook. That's a strong word. I love to eat. I dislike cooking, um, unless I'm cooking for family or friends, something like that. But to cook for myself, I'd rather just work and have someone else bring me food. And I would get way more enjoyment out of coaching uh, and doing work, which I never call it work. I call it mission execution because it's what I want to do. It's what I'm here to do. It's what I've dedicated my life to. But you do need to eat. So Sunfair, meal service out here, Scottsdale, Arizona. Amazing. They show up sometime around midnight. It's like Christmas. And they put a cooler with food, meals in it in my garage and wake up in the morning and there it is. And that's what I eat for the day. So not having to think about what I'm going to eat and just eating those and then having a big cup of coffee in the morning has kind of been my nutrition plan, which has been helpful, uh, with having to make less decisions. You know, there's a real, a real, uh, science out there called decision fatigue and the more decisions that you have to make, the worse decisions you make because you get fatigued from making those decisions. And with decision fatigue, you know, I try to keep a really tight calendar. So I decide in advance of what I'm going to do that day. I try to be pretty consistent with my nutrition. And I think most people probably eat about the 10 same foods 80% of the time. So I try to be consistent with what I'm doing there and eliminate thought process. So a meal prep service is perfect for me. And then I also wear black. Like if you go in my closet, 80% of what I have on is black. So I do that simply because I don't want to have to make a decision. What am I going to wear? I'm going to wear black. And, you know, that helps me save some of that cognitive power for other more important decisions that I have to make about like, what am I going to do with this client when we get on a call? Or when I show up, you know, and there's a challenge with something that's going on that I have to solve, I want to have as much cognitive power as I can for that by turning over as many of my decisions as I can to a routine and to a process. Speaking about speaking about routine and process, let's talk about the difference between a boy and a man. Big UFC fight tonight. Decided to watch that. Probably won't be able to stay up till it comes on, but if I can, we'll be watching. And I remember a moment like it was yesterday. Vitor the Phenom Belfort. I'm going to look up the exact date of this here. He was getting ready to fight Chris Weidman. It was a UFC fight. When was that? Let's see. It was UFC 187. And Weidman and Belfort was going on at the Mandalay Bay for a UFC title. Thursday night, I'm in the champ. Well, the the, the challenger at the time, I call him the champ because he was a champ. Vitor's room. You know, we're in the sauna cutting some weight. And I asked him, I said, champ. What do you know now you wish you knew when you were 18 years old, breaking into the UFC, and you won a title? And he said, Brian, the biggest thing that I, would, I know now is that a, a man makes decisions out of principle and a boy makes decisions out of preference. Now, I think you can apply that. Obviously, it's not man. It's it's gender neutral. Boy to man, girl to woman, however you want to say it. But I think those who live out of principle, not preference, give themselves the best chance to live a life of fulfillment and to show up profoundly in service to others because they're confident and comfortable with who they are. So here's my my call to action for you and I always want to have one of the a call to action on this. And there's been a couple in here today, but one of which is, you know, this podcast is going to be 14 minutes and 24 seconds, which is 1% of your day. So invest 1% of your day into yourself. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down 10 core values, which I call core principles, guiding principles that you're going to work to live in alignment to. And write down 10. And then pick the most important five. And from five, if you can land on three, pick three. Because I want you to start living out of principle, not preference. And how does that happen? You make a decision. Look, it's not nature. It's not nurture. It's decision that determines your future. So make the decision to live a principle-based life. The principles I'm trying to share with my two children here in the cane House is the acronym APPLES, and if you look in various social media outlets, you'll see three APPLES I have, and that stands for the three is Educate, Empower, Energize, which is my mission, which is why I'm recording this, because I hope that does that for you. It educates, empowers, and energizes you to be your best, and then the APPLES are Accountable, Present, Process, Love, Energy, and Service. Accountable, Present, Process, Love, Energy, and Service. What are the core principles that you're going to live in alignment to, so that you can live out of principle, not preference? so that you can control the things that you can control and you can show up and be 1% better at the end of this week than you were today. And it was a hole in one dominate the day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the mental performance mastery podcast. Please be sure to check out our sister and companion podcast, mental performance daily linked below in the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments or comments, that you think can help us to improve mental performance mastery or mental performance daily. Please don't hesitate to share those, whether it's leaving a comment here and a review or heading over to Instagram and dropping me a direct message at Brian Kane Peak. I value your suggestions. I value your time. And I want to make sure that we're constantly delivering you the value to help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Thanks for being with us and let's dominate the day.